I think this episode's gonna be better than the last one. Yeah, this you think? season two, episode two of the Critical Strike podcast, uh, Redux to Electric Boogaloo, um, part two. I think so, because we're gonna have structure, we're gonna have variety, um, we're gonna have some takes, and we're not gonna talk about uh, WoW like we were for the first 15 minutes of, uh, la- last 15 minutes, I should say, uh, <laughs> just leaving poor Tyler, just finger hovering over the record button uh, on cast. Just as Mike on and my phone. I, Mike and I are talking about our vaults, talking about Raz Heroic, and like, ugh. Shout out to the couple of you that got that reference. Um, we're talking about League of Legends. Uh, the crossover myself. is there, probably. It's yeah. probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what, uh, uh, shout out, what, uh, I think it's Shakarez, right? The, uh, the, the LAC production <clears throat> guy that does like uh, pop quiz and stuff. He yeah. he plays WoW awesome. a lot. Um, yeah, I think someone like, I think he always gives out those like mythic or uh, the, uh, the Morello stats, right? On Twitter. Yes. Right. I think someone like was like at Shakarez, like, you know, so-and-so give me their oblivion orb stats right into silas and he was just like i think he responded one's like can't and it was just a screenshot of like karag awesome <laughs> love dude karag surprisingly easy boss yeah yeah like there's two the lightning mechanic is no you know what we're not gonna do it we're not gonna <laughs> you know do it. what yeah, you're right because <laughs> we did this for the last 15 minutes Yo, off mic i heard that and i'm like it's gonna be 10 minutes of it <laughs> So Tyler's slinking through his chair. <laughs> that, uh, that 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 noise that you heard, uh, audio listeners, was Tyler's eyes rolling 720 degrees. It's just because WoW is the better game. Oh, I think <laughs> it's more fun right now. I have played oh, a lick of League of Legends this year. A lick. Wow, okay. WoW is really fun right now. I'm, um, I'm a four fun gamer, dude. There it is. You know, it's not fun. League of Legends solo queue. Man, it's true. Watching League of Legends, and we did watch some good ones this week. There it is. Ooh. We did. Uh, and the LCS, I told told y'all not to overreact. Y'all mm. being, you know, those of you that did overreact. If you didn't overreact, good job. Because CLG and TSM came crashing back down to Earth. EG seemed to have stabilized. FlyQuest are him. Capital H, I, and M. Um, and I yep. feel like they could still get better. And they're still playing with Winsome, which is wild. Let's talk right. about... Uh, they're, they're still <laughs> stop. Yeah. I like that though. Okay. Um, and so to 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 add some some structure, um, something that this podcast already has a lot of. Um, of course, that was that was Mike's that was Mike's joke um, off off air to give credit creditors due. That's um, cool. We're gonna <laughs> a little a little seg sense as a segment as a structure. We're calling it solo queue. Sorry, Tyler's calling it solo solo queue. We have adapted um, and are also calling it solo queue. One person is going to uh, put up a point of discussion, give their take, and the other two will follow. So I'm going to start. We're jumping right into it. CLG, two and two, uh, after two losses to Cloud9 and Immortals. And that second one, I think, is what kind of raises this question, because Cloud9, even though they got bent over a barrel by FlyQuest, let's not sugarcoat it, um, it's still a really good team, uh, and you can tell. But... Yeah, CLG losing to Immortals, who, shout out Immortals, they got on the board. Uh, shout out Revenge and his vlogs. Uh, they have been fun. He, he's trying, man. He's trying hard <laughs> to put more content out into the world than half the LCS orgs. So shout mm. out Revenge. Mm. Um, do they have, does CLG have enough in the tank to finish top three? Um, I think they have enough in theory, but I think it takes too many other things to go wrong around them. I see so many more of these teams improving. I see CLG improving as well, but I feel like their ceiling is lower. Um, and I think how you phrased the question in the rundown, Tyler, is is apt because I just see by the time the tank is on empty, 
I don't see CLG top three. I see FlyQuest, Cloud9, EG. FlyQuest, C9, EG. Okay. Right now. Is that you Mike? agreeing or is that just you repeating what Hank said? No, I'm just repeating. I'm just oh, okay. Repeating. Yeah. Um, do I do I think CLG finishes top three? No, I think they're a staunch top five though. Mm-hmm. Um, they they might be the gatekeepers this this year. Yeah, hundred percent. What they finished last year, sixth or seventh. So I mean, you imagine that if you keep the same core together, they will improve. Um, I think they finish top five, and by top five, I mean number five because I'm pretty sure <laughs> hundred thieves and EG have three and four on lock. And some, it's going to be FlyQuest, Cloud Nine, hundred thieves, EG in some mishmash mm-hmm. order. Um, and then I think CLG, like you said, are the gatekeepers at five. But and we're forget- if- and forgetting about TL. Yeah, I was about to I was about to mention right? TL. Yeah, you can that's, that's, not, that's not to argue your point. That's to, that's to support your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TL is also a, a good team who can probably challenge CLG. In fact, I'm looking forward to a CLG TL game, maybe in the playoffs, because um, that's a very real possibility of an evenly matched, like best of five. Um, but with that being said, no, I think a lot of stuff has to go wrong for CLG to get top three. And really, is like top three like that big of a deal in the regular season? Like, do you need? I mean, it's just for seeding purposes. But like, mm-hmm. if you just if you get hot at the right time, you can run through the gauntlet. And um, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think CLG is a is a bronze medal team. I think fifth place is what they're looking at if all goes according to plan. Yeah, I think that mm, there's just way too many teams, like you said, Enrique. Like, I think that. A bunch of these teams, their ceiling, if they come close to it, like if any of these teams get close to the ceiling that they have, C9 is like fifth, sixth. Yep. CLG. And, and I mean, I see not, yeah. CLG. CLG is fifth, sixth. I think that, but that, that is a very intriguing matchup. TL versus CLG, I think that it's like weird because TL on paper, they have the star power. Um, that we last week's were mentioning, right? Like CLG, they might not necessarily have that it guy that they can go to, but because they've just continuously improved with the same roster, it's like a weird kind of battle between star power versus consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, but like from what I've seen from Team Liquid, I, I would probably give the matchup to CLG like early in the season because I think that Team Liquid... That's coming week four, by the way. Week four, yeah. 7 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday night, the first nice. super week. Mm. On a Wednesday? Super week? on a Wednesday, w- Thursday, Friday, super <laughs> week, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Hell is? Wait. They didn't, I thought it would be like a Saturday thing for the third day, but I guess not. Right? I guess yeah. we're going Wednesday, man. Damn. The yeah, silence in the yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll to, uh, be f- to be fair, is Wednesday that much worse than Thursday? No, like, it's the same thing. No, if they're both. If we're gonna in the like, middle. take a dump on the whole weekday LCS thing, which is like tired as all hell. But like, man, it is weird seeing LCS played on a Wednesday. That that, mm-hmm. that wasn't me being like ew Wednesday. I was me being caught off guard. Yep. By like yeah, the, me too. Yeah. Hey man, something to do during the week, I guess. Sure, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be guess. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday though. Wow. You know that meme of Mbappe where he's like, "I'll be there no matter what." That's <laughs> Wednesday watching CLG Liquid. <laughs> yep. That'll be uh, that'll be my last game before uh, before raid starts. And you know what? Dignitas Cloud Nine. I think I think I think I'm gonna stare at um I think I'm gonna stare at Razageth. <laughs> That's gonna be yeah. There it is. That's a Raz Nine. <clears throat> uh, Mike, your query. Um. FlyQuest is facing EG and 100 Thieves this week. Do they remain undefeated? I mean, I said last week that 
it's going to be 18 and 0 parentheses real. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I say yes. I'm not going to lie to you. I was watching the uh, LCS like, post game lobby, whatever the hell they call it over there. Mm-hmm. The equivalent of the post game lobby. I don't know. Um, and they said yeah. that FlyQuest is like on track to be like 16 and 0, 17 1. They like ran through the schedule. It's like not that impossible for FlyQuest to win every mm-hmm. game they play this year. Like. <laughs> Yep. If they keep playing, because right now eighteen and zero is not the goal. Now it's fourteen and zero, which is a lot easier. There's only fourteen games left, so I, I think FlyQuest are they going to win every game? Maybe, but if they beat EG and a hundred thieves the way they beat Cloud Nine this week, we got to start talking about it. Because they're beating all of the teams that are even close to them on paper, and if they start just rolling through them like they did C nine, why not? Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said. That is the hump, because then in that super week, you got Immortals, TSM, CLG. That should be a 3-0. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, not that it really needs to be, and uh, you know, a spring undefeated split is fun and all, but like, no, I mean, uh, I think... Oh, gosh. That's tough. I, 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 do, I do think they will win. I don't think they'll go 18-0. I, I still think like 16... 15, 16 wins because they do just look like head and shoulders above. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they start 9, 10, and 0, right? And like you were saying, you know, looking through the schedule, I think, ooh, okay. I think they start 9 and 0, and then to kick off the second round, Robin, they lose to 100 Thieves. That's where I think their first loss is going to mm. come from. That's a, that's a shot from half court. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think 100 Thieves will look a lot better. I think Double Lift has looked really good. And like mm-hmm. the whole, the, I think the whole team is starting to click. But yeah, he looked better once they took him off a of fucking Varus. Yeah, <laughs> get him off a champion that can't do anything and put, put him, him on, on Zeri and Lucian. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I think that he's still got it. Mm. He's, still, he's still a good player. No doubt about mm. it. He'll be right up there by the time the, uh, the season yeah. ends. Right. I, yeah, I think FlyQuest, to me, the only thing that they need to worry about, their biggest enemy is themselves. Mm. Classic. But I think that that is the biggest thing. Because right now they are poised to, yeah, like you said, if they beat... These next two guys coming up, or these next two teams that are coming up, in near like it doesn't even need need to be the same fashion as they beat Cloud Nine. As long as they beat them convincingly, and I guess that's subjective depending on what you think is convincing. But like if it's convincing, now they're just racing against themselves. Don't get complacent. I think that's the biggest thing that a top team has to worry about is feeling complacent, especially because like we're gonna get this into this later. But like for example in the LEC, there's no room for complacency. You can get eliminated in the first three weeks. Shout out Fnatic. And, yeah. Like and, and so with such a long season compared to the LEC, there is room for teams to get comfortable. Uh and you know, I think that as long as FlyQuest is able to keep that competitive fire going within their team without within their team uh in some kind of way i don't know how they're going to do it if, especially if they're rolling through the league like this but you know wanting to win like I, I, there, there's too many like reasons for them to want to win right speaker's got so much incentive to want to win after you know going through that entire year with TSM um Vikla and Prince want to prove themselves in a, in a region right um impact there's too many reasons why they want to do well but i just think that they need to maintain that level of play and maintain that level of competitiveness throughout the entire year. And this week, I think they should roll through EG and 100 Thieves pretty well. Roll. Um, roll through. I think... Back man. 
Which team do you think will give them a a a, a, a better comp, like better game? EG or hundred thieves? Hundred thieves. Hundred thieves. Off the jump, that's my gut instinct. Yeah. It's it's weird to say, but yeah, hundred thieves. Even though like EG have had it, to struggle for a few. Yeah, and, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, I, like I think EG also look you know way better than week one, but it's not like like the week one was doo doo. Yes. Like mm-hmm. jo- JoJo was getting solo boloed <laughs> by freaking Young. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Mm. Like that, that can't happen. Not pretty. Um, no, uh, you can't get solo killed by pretty either. If he was to come into the league um, mm. at all, neither but one. Yeah. Really, pretty. I threw in a pretty reference from Immortals. Yeah, dude, the, the boy, <laughs> the Greek yeah. freak. I want to know. Stop. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Wait, okay. Who who he play for? Pretty. Um, oh no. Oof. Where's my boy? I, I, I'm, I'm not going to look yet. I think he's in NACL. Um, pretty, huh? Pretty. I have no clue. I actually have no clue. Oh, gosh. I should know this. Uh, any any of my fellow Salt League enjoyers are going to be pissed at me. Um, mm. I'm going to say he's on he's on a Challengers roster, formerly known as Academy. Um, and a decently high-profile one. I'm going to say IMT Challengers still. I think he's still in the system. Damn it. I was wrong. Is he playing for Wildcard Gaming, that crazy team with the Garen player? Everyone's going no, but sh- but shout out Moose Hater, dude. <laughs> That's fucking wild. <laughs> shout shout out to Moose Hater. I gotta do some research on that guy, dude. He he's literally just taking a hot steamy dump all over North American amateur <laughs> on Garen. <laughs> And like, well, like, like banning uh, it. What the hell's going on? Well, that that that's the thing, bro. Like, like you know, like um, I don't know if you guys know Forest on Twitter. Forest within, right? The yeah, Forest, Forest without. Forest the, yeah, within, the, yeah, the cat pictures and yeah, gambler. He like, he was like, I think it's overblown when he when he, so he's doing like the you know shit on NA thing. But he was just like, he was like, how do you not have the like just self awareness and humility to just ban the stupid Garen? Yeah, it's you should. Yeah. One, he's, he's right. He is that's, right. That's he the is right correct. Take. Ban the effing Garen. Too many coaches um, are. This is a change that you have seen between like 2014 ish League of Legends and like modern League of Legends. Every like, there's targeted bans are few and far between, right? Because mm-hmm. the the audacity that certain coaches have, they're like, there's no way this guy picks his main. There's no way he picks his pocket pick, mm-hmm. right? And then he does, and it's like, oh, how did he go 16 0? Well, again. And yeah. again, and again, and again, and again. Like he did it five games in a row. Yeah, yeah. he put up like a eight to twelve KDA. That's what I. I ooh, if Fnatic comes back next <laughs> next month and Reckless goes Siver game one and just takes like a twenty and zero performance to the bank, it's gonna be awesome. That's mm-hmm. not gonna happen, but it would be awesome. I. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty's on uh, 100 Thieves Challengers. By the oh, way. yeah, pretty. Wow. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty. Yeah. Absolutely loaded with Sniper up in the top lane, right? Younger yeah, brother of, uh, of Viper. Uh, Yukino as a support. I actually don't know that dude. Born in 2006, though. Woof. Oh, um, my God. Dude. Come on, man. Yep. 2006? Uh, yep. The boy Destiny at support. How are you and, walking around? And remember <laughs> that um, Unforgiven is on 100 Thieves Challengers? You're right. Oh yeah. You remember that hot minute where like uh, everyone was like, like, "Well, like, double list not going to hundred thieves anymore because yeah, yeah, they got yeah, their yeah, AD yeah. carry." Nah, fam. No? <laughs> yeah, hundred thieves challengers. Wow. If you're unforgiven, the only reason why you take that is because you think you're going to play for the LCS team, right? Eventually, yeah, or, or yeah, or like you know, 
some team gets desperate in the you know, and then you get a spot in the summer split. Is right. there a team that could use him? I feel like there's not. In in LEC or, or LCS? No, LCS, like, is there going to be like a a team that's like, man, we could really need? Him. Oh, there is. Actually, there's I mean, a few. There yeah, is, yeah. It's, it's tough to tell, but I think I think Dignitas could use him. That's right? the like, I'm thinking of early yeah. on. Um, tactical, I thought actually looked all right. What's um, up with the boys over at Dignitas? What's going on, there? dude? Uh, I, I don't know, man. Jeez, uh, man. I mean, good segue, right? Yeah, I was about to say, you nailed it, Tyler. <laughs> all right, well, great segue, Mike. Thanks. You're uh, welcome, dude. Sorry. So, so after <laughs> after, after our ten minute pretty tangent, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which team will be the first to win, Golden Guardians or Dignitas? Honestly, oh, hard to say. Dignitas just looks so bad right now. I don't know if I can put much stock into them. I think it's going to be Golden Guardians. Like, look. Okay, actually, let me look at their. Let me look at their week three. Golden Guardians cool. is facing off against CLG and Immortals, whereas Dignitas is facing off against Immortals and Team Liquid. Oof. Oof. Oh man. I think Golden Guardians gets a win against Immortals. They look like the better team right now, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, whatever's going on at Dignitas needs to change. <laughs> it's like a low ball take. Pretty like, wild. I ref- no, he plays for hundred thieves. I refuse to believe that. Um, we just settled that. We talking about. I refuse. I refuse to believe that a team with a Santor and Jensen mid jungle is like is this anemic. Like, it's it's yeah. ridiculous to me. Yeah. And I get it's only four games and it's a long season, but like, man. Yeah. And so they're are they the XL of NA? Yeah. Right. 100%. Oh God! I, I mean, Excel is expected to be higher, but that I mean, yes. but that is pretty remarkable. They're not not the Excel of NA. The only thing in Dignitas's favor right now is that they have played every good team so far, except for Cloud Nine, right? Mm, right. CLG FlyQuest Hundred Thieves EG. That's tough. Like object objectively, losing to those four teams is not a crime. But yes. you kind of have to finish the first round robin like four and five. At least. Like you can only lose to Cloud Nine. Yeah. From here on out. Yeah. Who did they play? Who did they play Thursday? Uh, Immortals, right? Yep. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Got must win. Yes. If, <laughs> if you lose that game, it's like scary hours because mm-hmm. where do you go from it? You're like, now you're losing to teams you're supposed to beat. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that one thing is just man, Arma is. Ugh. Yeah. He is struggling. He is super struggling. He's like one of the. Is he the worst top in the league? Uh, maybe statistically. I think on paper, Armut still has a little bit of sauce. I, I've always been a fan of his. I think he's. I like, mean, you know, I preferred my sauce on the dish and not on the paper. And right now, mm-hmm. on the dish, he's got no flavor. I think he's bottom three. Really dropping into this allegory pretty hard, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, but yeah, no. I think Armut like. After recent performances, he is probably the worst top laner in the league right now. Maybe, I think, or, or like, actually, top top lane's kind of nice. The fact that we're, NA, to we're sitting here like trying to find somebody should tell you something. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, last guy I can think of is probably just Licorice. But yeah. every single top lane is stacked. It's pretty stacked. Yeah. Fudge, someday Impact Summit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Licorice yep. might actually be a little worse? bit worse. Yeah. Look, just okay. like statistically speaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wait. Licorice is averaging five and a half deaths per game 
Oof. That's pretty bad. Mm. Yeah. I mean, on, on, on a winless team, that's going to look worse, but it's still not great. I know stats aren't everything, and, like, I don't know. But, I mean, Armut has licorice beat in almost every category that I'm looking at right here. So, mm-hmm. except for damage, licorice is a pumper. But. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that, because licorice and Armut, they play relatively the same champions. Jax, Cassante, Olaf. Um, Did they both have an Olaf game? Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. Um, But it was... I don't know. They've both been stinkers. Dignitas has been kind of a stinker. Uh, you know, to, to put it lightly, you know, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I think that all of us have kind of put Dignitas at... Like, they had the position of golden guardians where they're kind of like or not not golden guardians they're like they had the position of counter logic gaming where they were going to be the sixth place gatekeeper squad almost mm-hmm. but they've been a pre pre bud light ace yeah CLG. yeah 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 exactly yeah. exactly damn you know what i hadn't made that comparison in my head but like yeah i mean the, the early returns are not great uh, i think you, you you might you might be onto something there if you had yeah. to go off the rip what's your final record for dig gonna be out of 18 games we did it for the four and <clears throat> Assuming they make no roster changes, which I honestly think is unlikely, mm-hmm. um, I think five wins, eighth place. I like. I, I I still refuse to believe that they'll finish last. That's really fair. I'll give you that. But I think I think like yeah, five maybe six wins. They finish eighth. Um, I, I'm on the low end here. I'm getting them four and fourteen. Yeah, like I. I, mean, I, I I don't know. Because I like five. Okay, we, I like five. Five? Maybe five ni- maybe ninth place though. Yeah, I'm thinking ninth place. I think Immortals has a higher not, not a higher ceiling, but they just look like a better. They they, they look they look more cohesive, and I think yeah. like the, the 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 not that the vibes behind the scenes are Dignitas are bad. Like I have nothing to support that, or you know, I mean they might be shit. I don't know, but. <laughs> Like immortals at least look like they're having fun. I can imagine the vibes are too good. No, this zero and four. Yeah, I can't imagine you waking up in the morning like, yeah, let's go to work today, boys. Yeah, I was I was ready to uncork like before the season. I was ready to uncork a like dignitas top four take. And Damn. like, here's why, and make like a full six minute video on it. Not but crazy. At the, at the time, it wouldn't have been wild, but I am so glad I kept that one in the chain. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing in the stars moment there. Yeah, uh, cold takes exposed on on speed mm-hmm. dial. Um, yeah, but I guess to to answer the question, I think yeah, I, I think Golden Guardians will. Uh, I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll win first. I think Immortals will take care of Dignitas, which is wild. Um, yeah. It's crazy to think. That's look the at the team that they have, right? That's the game. Yeah. Sent, like if when you look at a Santorin Jensen, Santorin yeah. Jensen, Santorin Jensen, Santorin Jensen. Yeah, man, it's crazy how Immortals Dig might be the most evenly matched game on Thursday. <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> right? Yeah, because we'll you, uh, you could say FlyQuest EG, but I firmly think no, for, no, I, no, that one is. More I don't think that's even. Yeah. Give me yeah. FlyQuest, man. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, moving on. Uh, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, to, to I, don't, I don't know what exactly you were talking about, Mike, when I hopped into the Discord call. Uh, the, the last half of your sentence was, esports can't go two hours without new drama. Oh, we're talking uh, about yeah, this. Shout out. Yeah, we're okay, talking we about, are talking about this. Yeah. Um, yep. The, uh, the TSM, 
segment, uh, the mm. double lift La Tigris thing. Um, I I did not watch this live. Um, so if one of y'all did and feels like you have a better read on it, go mm. ahead. Um, I watched it on mute. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Okay. I, and I wouldn't have watched it. I let the record. I I watched it on mute. And the only reason I watched it like after the fact is because it was like I had to write about it for work for my job, <laughs> my very real career. Uh-huh. Stupid ass. He kept repeating to himself. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking angrily typing away. It's it's man. It's and I I, I don't care. I, if you care about this, God bless. But just know. It's lame. <laughs> like, Man. It's... it's All right, well, okay, like, okay, let's break down the situation for people who aren't in the know. Yeah, sure. So, basically, TSM... TSM... Well, no, the, the league, the LCS, aired a segment where Latigris kind of broke down why the next match, which was TSM versus Under Thieves, why it was so important. It was because Doublelift was facing off against this new team. And not only that, she kind of broke down the drama, which isn't not, it's not drama. It's like an actual, it's actual like accusations towards. It's real. That, that Doublelift, yeah, it's a real accusation that Doublelift made towards the CEO, Annie Reginald Din. People's fucking lives and careers were affected by all this shit. It's like, man. Yeah. Do we just need... Can we just go one week without, like, spicy takes? Yeah. And I, I, granted, I, I, right, um, when she did the segment, I don't think it's out of the realm of, like, I don't think you it's off off limits. I don't think the topic is off limits because no. um, well, it's something you, that Could you imagine the backlash if they just, like, ignored it? If, like, if no one talked about it? Yeah, you right? have you, like like you have to talk about it. Your due diligence as a broadcaster, you have yeah. to do this. Like, you yeah. at least mention it. At least right. like, oh yeah, Doublelift playing as TSM, first time mm-hmm. since he unretired, and there was a whole mm-hmm. there was a whole big like elephant in the room over the last exactly two years. Mm-hmm. He's been in a very public feud with his old organization, so you do, yeah. like it would be like not right to just ignore it. It would it would almost be un- irresponsible to not mention yeah. it. Yeah. But, like, yep. I don't know. I think that the biggest... Th- I, the only thing that you can be angry about with this situation is how it was kind of presented. I think yeah. that when people look at that broadcast and the segment and are angry about it, if you're angry about the fact, or not even angry, just disappointed with how things were presented. Like, for example, La Tigris, who I think is extremely talented, great play-by-play, but the way that she presented the facts... For a very serious situation, it felt a little bit too. Um, it felt like watching it was the first. Up. Felt like watching the first three minutes of Glee. You know what I'm talking about? That might be a deep mm. cut from the vault, but like, okay. you know, <laughs> when it goes, and that would that's what you missed on Glee, and it's like, oh my god, oh, shut mm. up, very lighthearted almost. Yeah, it's like almost it's like too a lighthearted. Little, like a little fucking hop, skip, and a jump. Like her sitting there sipping tea, like it's like yeah. know, drama Mondays. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we talking about? That? Yeah. Jesus, this is a whole. There was an investor. Your company did an investigation into this guy. Yeah. It's not like it's. About abuse. This was literally about, like, abuse towards players and staff. It's so bad you had to put your foot down. And now it's like, ah, it turns out it was all right in the end. So we're going to fuck. It's like. Oh, look at me. I need to get us a cup of tea. Now. That's crazy. The fucking. The props. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that that was just too much. I think that. 
you needed to handle it. If you were going to bring it up like this, you have to bring it up in a more respectful light because people were affected. Yeah. Their livelihoods, their own self-esteem, everything was affected by the situation. So I can see why people are kind of upset with the way that it was handled. But overall, I think that it's fine to talk about it because yeah. in any other sport, I think you mentioned this off uh, off recording, Mike. In another sport, you definitely bring this up. Like 100%. You, oh, yeah. 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 100. So, you yeah. don't when, when did the Nets play Dallas? Like <laughs> Yeah. You don't you don't think they're going to spend an hour and a half talking about all the nonsense that forced Kyrie out of Brooklyn? Right. I, I got I got to tell you Chuck, I, I don't really feel comfortable talking about all this. <laughs> what? You don't? Uh, yeah. too, too bad. It, like biggest thing though, the difference though is that this that's not the league. Keep that. That's right? true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The league is the one that's broadcasting, whereas the people who are broadcasting is it's not the league, it's providers. Yeah. Like yeah. you know NBC yeah, and, and, and TNT. Like they're not a, like they're not directly connected to the league itself. It's not yeah. like the NBA yeah. is broadcasting it. It's other people. It's partners. Yeah. It'd be it'd be and, like it'd be like to extend the NBA, NBA metaphor. <clears throat> it'd be like if the NBA like. After you know, after they booted Robert Sarver, right, who was like accused of like a lot of bad shit as the former owner of the Phoenix Suns, right? Like, yeah. And then the NBA, like on like NBA TV, I guess maybe it's a bad analogy, but like, and they did a segment of like, yeah, and then he called her a bitch and commented on her boobies, like, yeah, no, yeah, no, you don't try do to, that. Try to find anything in like professional, like traditional sports where there's a very serious situation that's handled as lightheartedly as this was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's, it's, not. it's hard to find it. Yeah. Even like yeah. when I was a kid, I remember all the Donald Sterling shit in the NBA. Ooh. Like that was even at like 11 years old, I, it was conveyed to me that this is like heavy shit. Was I 11? Yeah. No, I was like 13. It doesn't matter. But like the mm-hmm. point, point is like, I don't know, maybe it's a maturity thing. Maybe it's because the average LCS viewer is like, I don't know. In high that school. is the biggest thing, and yeah. not a single person in this industry is over the like, ripe age of thirty six. So, like, it's 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 a maturity thing. Honest, Brother, honestly, you're I guess, bringing it up like, too. Yeah, like yeah. You, you were talking about when you were younger and you knew that it was a serious situation. Imagine you're watching this 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 segment and you're like a younger kid mm-hmm. or somebody more like you know of impressionable age or something, and you see this and you see the situation, but it's handled in this manner. Your sentiment towards the situation might be changed yeah, because 100%. it's taken in such oh, a lighthearted this angle a deal actually Ex- yeah like yeah like there's a responsibility to present these situations as they should be and i don't think the lcs did that granted they you know released that statement saying that it was the you know it was mm-hmm. did not meet their own standards for content and you know, uh, La Tigris released her own statement, and I don't agree with the fact that people are sending her fucking hate th- hate messages not, and they, death they threats they and really stuff. Never like, do that. It did not meet our like, own standards for content. That's crazy. Why put it out? Yeah. That's the problem with me. Yeah. Why it, was it greenlit in yeah, the first place? Because it only did only not meet the standards once you got ripped apart online for it. Come on. Yeah. 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 How many how many pairs of eyes saw that and went? Yeah, we'll put this on the internet. Exactly. A lot, probably. Uh, As someone yeah. who's made shit, like, <laughs> there's a lot of people, like, at least, at at least a dozen. Yeah. At least a dozen people. And for the fact it, that yeah. it made it through, all dozen, all of, all of them had said, yeah, this is good to go. Then again, when you do stuff like that, it does kind of get groupthink. 
where you're like mm, a little bit a little bit, like, a little bit oh yeah it looks good and you're just tired of fucking working on the piece <laughs> you just push it out <laughs> been there yeah no, been there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah but even still yeah yeah. Whatever. What do you think about Doublelift's reaction though? His his response to the Tigress on Twitter. Bad look. Uh, it, to it was quote, she, he just went into her uh, into the comments, uh, into the replies rather. Apologize to everyone who experienced verbal abuse and workplace harassment. Then remove the useless straw man where you still see yourself as the victim, and this might actually resemble an apology. Um, I understand Doublelift's feelings, and look, he, look, he, let, let me let me preface everything I'm about to say by saying the following. As someone who has never and God willing will never be in double of shoes, given, you know, experiencing what he did and seeing what he saw and feeling powerless to do anything about it. Mm. I'm not going to tell double lift how he should or shouldn't feel. Mm -hmm. Right. Let, let's let's get that out there. But, right. you know, it like I, th I think this kind of ties into the like, you know, lay off the tigress. Because if anyone else, I think someone else posted on Twitter, this on Twitter was like, if if someone not named Latigris, i.e. like a white dude, did this segment, there might have been the backlash, but it wouldn't have been this bad. And you and that dude mm -hmm. wouldn't have gotten death threats in mm -hmm. their DMs. Mm -hmm. There certainly is like a internet misogynist angle to all of this that is yeah. quietly Esports is just pretty done. sexist, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I never noticed. <laughs> Shout out. Fucking people suck. My man. lowest fruit opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Esports is sexist, fellas. Yeah, man. A little bit. And it's like. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, I, I, I get I get I get the vibes that he's putting out of like, oh, you know, like, don't like don't apologize to me. Apologize to like the people who, you know, were hurt by the fact that you treated their situation with such levity. Sure. Right. Yes. Agreed. That, you know, fine. But like not like. It's less about like you know La Tiger should apologize for that. It's, it's like the LCS, right? Because again, like I, I, I don't know, like look, maybe La Tiger's wrote and like you know and greenlit the thing herself, and maybe other people were like, "This is a bad idea," and she went, "Fuck you," and we're gonna put it out anyway. Like maybe, but that didn't happen. Yeah, doubt, so doubtful. I don't know enough about that to say like, oh, who should we be you know blaming? Who should we be crucifying? In her, uh, not to the fucking logistics of this matter, you know, but like in her apology, she did say that someone on the team pitched it, and then she took up the mantle of writing it. So like, yeah, oh, okay, it, it is yeah. her words, but also like, like we said, if if you're <laughs> mad about like this being covered at all, you shouldn't be. It needs to be covered. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. it is it is possible to be mad about the fact of the way that that it was covered you can be upset about the presentation of it but you have to live with the fact that this this is it needs to be addressed if you are you know working on a broadcast yeah, yeah. all right that's enough about that um the lec is uh, already done with uh well they're not done with their regular season they are done with their round robin they're on to their group stage uh i do well, like this part of it though i like the like gsl like best of three double limb like think it's valorant I, I actually don't know what gsl stands for and at this point i'm too afraid to ask um but it's the valorant style if you've watched vct um it's essentially that right it's a little 14 bracket double limb and if you make it if you're one of the last two standing um you move on to the uh four team at best of five um mm. So yeah, we, we we've talked a little bit about the uh, about the LEC format here, uh, Mike. I feel like your 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 stance has not softened on it. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at acronyms for GSL. It's none of these. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, general sales license. Ah, uh, definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Great Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah, the Great Salt Lake tournament uh, gu- format. Guaranteed student loan. That'd be nice. Okay. Huh. Be nice Global StarCraft League. League. Is that actually it? Um, that would. It's make a tournament it, style. Yes. Yeah, it's Global StarCraft mm-hmm. League. Has its origins in StarCraft. Huh. I really thought it was Gorilla Sign Language. Oh well. Damn. <laughs> um, God, my my stance on the LEC format. If you're a an avid listener of the Critical Strike podcast, you know I wasn't a fan last week. I think I am this week, but that could change next there week. There it is. Um, mm. Hell yeah, that's self aware. Last week I was like, man, it's gonna suck not being able to you know watch Fnatic or Excel. These are fun. Shout out. These are good teams. Well, I don't want to watch Fnatic or XL play anymore, man. <laughs> I've seen I've seen enough. You've seen the light. Cut the tape. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know. I feel like this format is good because you don't have to watch the piss poor teams just take it for six weeks. Mm. And it's like, yeah, let them fucking regroup, come back stronger next split. And if they're still bad, they'll get weeded out again. You know? Mm-hmm. But so yeah. yeah, I think we have eight not great teams. There's there's still some guys who have to, you know, get their shit together, but like it's 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 more competitive and every game means something. I Dude. I think it's yeah. still in that there's three MVPs, but whatever. <laughs> That's I, you digress. I I <laughs> respectfully uh pass the mic. Right. No, I, dude, I love the new format. I think that it lights a fire under every team to like you need to have your like your sh- together day one because these first this first week will matter mm-hmm. like we've all seen like throughout the past decade more than that like some teams they need time to like kind of ramp up and get a little better mm-hmm. and so they can kind of sacrifice some games in the beginning but when you're threatened with elimination after three weeks, you need to actually like get in the get in the the lab and like get something together because this tournament style is just so exciting. Because like you said, my every game matters literally. Mm-hmm. It's like like okay, the, the broadcast loves to say, "Oh yeah, this game matter, every game matter." But like with three weeks of play, literally every game matters to the point where if you aren't good by week two. You can, you're like gonna be gone. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened with Fnatic. Like, Fnatic. Yeah, yeah. And even if you just like kind of, because often what'll happen is you know early in the split is like okay the meta is weird, especially like early in the spring split or the winter split here. You just play, you know, play scaling, play, you know, Orn, you know, uh, Orn Sijuani, Sivir, whatever, right? And if you just do, if you ride that to a top eight finish, you'll eventually get exposed, and that's okay. Right. And like, but that, that's the thing is like I, with, with neither one of these teams, was it like, oh, they had a bad like meta read, although some of the picks were a little questionable. Like from what I could tell, they and you guys have followed the LAC so far closer than I have. But it, from what it seemed like, they, they just looked awful. And I think yeah. it was less about them looking awful and more like these are two teams that everyone expected, like minimum top six. Yeah. Minimum. We had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do, whatever you do, do not, do not read the League of Legends global power rankings piece that we put out. 
Look, if you're gonna flame us, make sure make sure you flame the ninety percent of the public that had the same opinions. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And add us on Twitter. To be fair, put fanatic what ninth in the world? Embarrassing preseason. Oh man, you know what? I was I was late to this voting. That's why that got through. No, it's not your fault. We definitely didn't know that the LPL started the next morning oh. <laughs> so we had to write the piece in like one may or may not that is subject that we, we don't know yet. the jury's out but it is yeah. funny how we thought fanatic was top nine in the world and they are barely top nine in their own region <laughs> damn God, like, it's so embarrassing and with that we'll see you next week yeah you're yeah, yeah, on pocket cast <laughs> no yeah that team blows for no good reason Dude. Like, it's, it's baffling it's it's more baffling than dignitas because like we sat here like wow yes. Santorin and Jensen not and it's like, man, you had a Dude. big enough sample size to prove that you're not dog shit, and yet every time, time and again, yeah. and like, no, and and three and a half of these players played together last year yeah. at Worlds. Yes. Well, they beat everybody except for Loud. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shout out. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Oh man, no fanatic. Like, okay, look, like, Podcast. I really love the fact that. We can expose play teams like this now. Like awesome. I, you can expose, it's exposing yeah. them and saying there's no time anymore. Yeah, like because even because even last week, Mike, you did say like, look, there's some you know if you're not a fan of one of these teams, you might not love it. But like as a neutral, right? If we're perfect. sitting here awesome. as as talking heads, perfect. oh my goodness, yeah. this is amazing. The Brexit yeah. memes on Twitter were phenomenal. <laughs> great, so good. Yeah, I don't know. You know probably, and, who's having a great time yeah. right now? Mm-hmm. Upset. Probably loving it. Mm, oh my god! Yeah, absolutely, dude. Probably. Yes, everybody sir. on Twitter. I, I saw yeah. in the mentions. Remember that uh, fanatic posted a sorry about the season post a minute mm. after their loss. Everyone's like, "You pre-wrote this, huh? Yo, upset. Yo, hop the hell in." Dude, like, like pop- everyone's like tagging them. We got to start drawing teams over the coals for apology posts more often. <laughs> we got to like when the Tampa Bay Lightning did that. After they got bounced, and we they, know you're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they got made fun of. They're still getting. They're still feeling it. Like taking it. Yeah, we got to start doing that to you because the, the apology posts are normalized in esports, and that just can't happen. Mm. Like, no, no, no fan wants an apology. No fan yeah. wants to sit there for three. You know, just give me the the lucky. final the final stat line, and that's it. They're lucky it's only a three week season. They're lucky because mm. if you're a fan who invests a whole year into a team. Like we've all been there, Yo. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then at the end, it's like, like imagine like, whatever. <laughs> we'll get to it later. We got. I don't want. Fanatic. Uh, Fanatic. I don't want to hear an apology. What do you do if you're uh, if you're Sam Matthews? What do you do? Oh, fuck. Run it back. Bring back. Bring Run back upset. Bring back Yamato. Run it back. Same five guys. Same coaching staff. The more you shit, it's February. It's you're, you have international aspirations with this team. This team on paper. When if all goes according to plan, this team should be a quarterfinal contender at the World Championship. I'm so serious. Wow. Like wow. They. I, I don't know about all that, but if all goes right for this team, they can be in the top eight of worlds. I'm not even this like, is, joking. They know. This I know they look. Damwon Kia, perfect at worlds no, type. Take you. No, I it was MSI. <laughs> okay, first and foremost. <laughs> I know they look bad right now, but like a lot can change between February and October. I, yeah, dude, is there something in the water at Fnatic headquarters? It feels like something's up with that organization. It, it like, does feel like that. 
there's never been there hasn't been a season where something like where things are going right like uh, i don't know like dude the, this team was the only team coming into it where it's like okay we know the capabilities of everybody on this team like four of these five guys are veteran players that have like gone to the gone to the house there might be something in the water dude wait what do you what did you just fanatic and exa are the only two teams headquartered in london exactly oh. think about oh. it the math heads up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, think more <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I, dude, I think that like, yeah, it for fans it might not like it, it's gonna feel weird, but I think you run it back. I don't know. Yeah, you 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 have you have to for one more split. You've been, I think. You've been yeah. it, 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 would, it would be too reactionary. Yeah. yeah, like you you let these guys prove for again one more split. Like, you know, let them like like you said like let them stew for like there's a long long off season quote unquote yeah. for these teams right. Yeah. If you get bounced after nine games, you know. Sorry, homie. Brutal. Like, let yourself do. Let Reckless prove it, right? Like, you've got Wonder Razor. Hello, human dude. The team is too Rooks. good. The like, team is too good. No, All stars. You, you, you have to let them prove it. Um, I think, I think there would be more vitriol if Fnatic like blew it up or like even, mm-hmm. even, even swapped one piece. Like, unless someone's being just a straight up like bad person. Um, yeah. I, yeah, you you have to run it back for one more. Split. No, yeah, it sounds weird. But, it's just yeah. the, that's the frightening thing though is that the LEC is notorious for making big changes like that mid split. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they're very quick to like reach into the ERL like yeah. pool and switch yeah, their a, rosters a, out. That's a downside like, of having like a really stacked and like easily accessible like ERL system. Like you can exactly. just kind of yoink willy nilly. Yeah, like and the thing is, is that. <laughs> It's been proven that that works sometimes. Bro, we just saw Exekit come up and become a superstar in one season. Like, or not superstar, rising star, I'm going to say, because mm. it's been nine games. Hey, good but show. Like, good old eSports like, show that was. Remember that one? Okay. Please, please anyway. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, like, you see these, like, rookies come up from the ERL, and, like, if you take a shot on them, one will hit Exekit, VTO that one time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have these, like, proven, like, these this proof that you will hit gold if you just keep trying. And with three splits, it's really frightening. I would be really scared if I wasn't like a, a a player on like a underperforming team because it's like, man, are they just gonna drop me three months into the like three weeks into the year three or like weeks. That's, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I'm really scared that teams might do that. The coin should flip both ways. It really should. Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna sit here and say oh, Fnatic should blow it up after three weeks, then you should mm-hmm. be as full chested as you are to predict that. You know, G two and Vitality are going to be as good as they are right now after three weeks, three months from now. Yeah, yeah. Right. If you're going to say, "Oh, this small of a sample size," like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, that's fair. That is one of the few yeah. like pitfalls of this format. It's that you cannot make a serious judgment about a team. A hundred percent. I don't like do. I don't know. I, I don't know if, yeah. if G two or Vitality or whoever at the top is is as good as they actually might be. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. if Fnatic is as bad as this. It's like. The sample size is a bit too small for me, mm-hmm. but yeah. Does it? Do you think that this like kind of cuts the legs out from people who do get eliminated early though? Like for example, Fnatic. Now their momentum going to next season is like cut because now they they're not playing. Any, they didn't have any to right? begin with. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But that's what I'm saying though, because like in a regular eight week season, they have time to continuously play stage games and get mm-hmm. warmed up, so that by the time playoffs comes, they're warmed up with stage games over the last seven weeks, so that and then they're 
there by the time they get yeah. to Worlds. But now they do three weeks, they suck, and then they don't play stage games anymore. Now they're forced to do scrims with probably with other teams that they might not even get scrims. Maybe you know, yeah. I, like the I, I, rumors I, I are think, that they were getting smashed in scrims. Yeah, I so, think I would feel less bad. I, I would I would feel worse if it wasn't XL and Fnatic and like players of those pedigrees, mm-hmm. right? But but I think but to to your point. If it was, you know, an SK or a BDS, right? Shout out to both of them, by the way. You know, just kind of throwing these rosters together. Yeah. Like BDS, I, BDS, mm-hmm. I, expe- I expected to be, you know, <clears throat> like fourth place LFL, right? Mm. Like getting waxed by their academy team. Damn. You know I mean? like, oh which allegedly was happening uh, la- last year. Not this year, mm. last year. Apparently, uh-huh. because BDS Academy was like just shit stomping URLs. Right. And they were beating the dickens out of their LEC team. But in scrims. But like, yeah, if it was one of those teams, I think I would feel worse. Um, but yeah, but I think that's fair. Right. Um, and you know, your, your internal structures have to be good enough to combat that. Yeah. Right. It, it, it is brutal. It is brutal. It's Um, brutal out here, dude. Shout out Olivia Rodrigo one time. (laughs) Um, so who do you think's, uh, who who do you think's top four? Who's making it out? Mm. G2, Vitality, Mad Lions, SK Gaming. SK Ooh, Gaming. Chalk. Ooh. I know. Sorry. SK. Yeah. LEC has been quite predictable. I shouldn't uh-huh. I, I shouldn't say that outside of, you know. No. Outside of the, the two massive elephants in the bottom of the standing. Yeah. Man, Koi in seventh is bizarre. That's that's. I mean, that, that's the one that everybody's looking at. Of yeah. like, surely, surely, over the course of best of threes, these guys who were at the world championship not four months ago, yeah. um, the one Western quarterfinal representative um, outside of his agenda. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I'll, I'll I'll throw my stock behind. Actually, mm-hmm. go for it. Vi- Vi- Vitality Magi too. I think those I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in. Um, goodness me, uh, I want SK so bad. I want SK so bad, but I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll put my proverbial dough here behind the uh, behind the koi the koi run here. That's fair. Mm, okay. I think the first three that you mentioned are like not locks because no one's a lock, but like mm-hmm. but they look good. Th- those three teams look so much better than everybody I else. I mean. I know SK is like technically one game out of first place, but here we go with our small sample size argument again. Are they, are they for real? It's impossible to know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but I'd like them to be. They're a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. That kid, Exekick, is nice with it. Yes, sir. And it's, I feel like SK, this team right here, is the prime example of a couple of players coming up through the ranks, getting experience, getting those stage games you're talking about, and actually like improving. Over time, mm-hmm. not like not like a course of like a couple of weeks, but a couple of years, because Marcoon's been around, Relevant's been around. These are guys who, mm-hmm. you know, not veterans, like not like you know the Odawamnes of the world, but like they're on the block. But I, but I think, but I think to your point, like Marcoon might be like the senior member of this team. He is. Like, he's the most experienced, which is, is an insane statement because it feels like just yesterday we were talking about like, oh, you know, Marcoon and who's the other guy that he came up with on XL. Advien. Oh, Advien. Advien. Yes, exactly. Yes. I was like, all oh, these two, man. I had to just fucking Doctor Strange mode for a second. <laughs> I had to peer into the timelines to remember the guy. Shout out to Advien, man. Shout out got to the, the shortest stick. end of the stick. Yeah. Who he, yeah. But, but, who to, he but to y'all's points, like, like, 
Yeah, it, it is. This this shows you the benefit of like, don't give up on a player after you know after a year or two because like just that year or two in the LEC and these guys are now like, look, we we could look back at you know in, in the middle of summer and be like, man, remember when we thought that SK roster was going places? Look, long season. Yeah, long season. Um, the meta is going to change a lot between now mm-hmm. and uh, and even next split. But no, but th- this is a fantastic story right now. I'd have yeah. a big poster in Fnatic HQ that just says "Long Season." Mm-hmm. Don't forget that's season. the mantra. It's a long yeah. season, boys. Yeah, yeah. I put the same poster up in SK's HQ as to not get complacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. dude, yeah, I'm looking at Exekick. Like, I think he in a way is also a product of the new format for the LEC because like I said before it lights a fire under people I think it also lights a fire under these rookies too mm-hmm. where it's like I need to I don't have a lot of time to show exactly what I am made of three weeks and then I could possibly be eliminated and that's it mm-hmm. like and, and if they think I'm the problem then I'm back to you know ERL I'm back to whence I came exactly and I think that maybe we could see a new class of rookie superstars born out of this new era of the LEC. I'm, I'm going to call it. We're going to get a new era. We already have uh, Yike, right? Who's considered to be a top three jungler. We're looking at, yeah, of course, Exekick, who's performing really, really well. Um, Photon and Bo, yeah. first, obviously, Oof. first year in the LEC, but jeez. Like, I think those are the, guys are, those are the four names. Right now, I, mean, yeah. I don't know about one one three or the jury's still out on Jack Spectre too. I I think he has mm-hmm. potential, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think the, the four you mentioned: Bo, Photon, Exekick, Yike. That is that's the rookie class right there. That's, yeah, you know, they're so good. Feels finals. weird to call feels weird to call Bo a rookie, but it's like it's like when Ichiro run one rookie of the year it in two thousand one. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. was tearing up a extremely good lead yeah. for like yeah. eight years. Then he comes over and hits like close to four hundred, and you're like, oh, new guys. Yeah, he's twenty eight. Yeah, I see the two thousand one rookie of the year, but was he in two thousand one? Yeah, the two thousand one. He won yeah. rookie of the year and MVP that year. Hilarious. Two thousand one was also the one hundred and sixteen win season. Yep, and 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 his team won one hundred and sixteen games, and they got he back. Just, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Wow, he they did that." Have you watched the marriage? <laughs> Not surprised. The documentary. <laughs> Hank. On Ichiro? No, the the John Boy's Dorktown Mariners documentary. No. Oh, dude, I'm gonna link it. Sick. It's awesome. Hell yeah! It's we'll link it for you guys too on our Twitter. History of the Seattle right History of the Seattle Mariners. It's like here you go. Uh, consistent branding. It's a solid three yeah. and a half hours, but oh, if you watch it ep- episodically, it's it's nice. You get a got an infinity infinity war. One Level. time, one time at an internship, I was so bored that I watched all the Halo cutscenes from all five games <laughs> in a, a five-hour video. And technically speaking, I got paid fifteen bucks an hour to do that. Awesome, so. nice. That's awesome, yeah. dude. Shout out, shout out to Bungie one time. Yep. And three four three, <laughs> getting us getting paid to watch their cutscenes. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and whatever YouTuber uh, got the ad money off. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> off that man. You know who lost Rookie of the Year in 2001 to Ichiro? Mm. CC Sabathia and Alfonso Soriano. Wow, that's like that's wild. Oh that's my tough. god, I'd feel like that's shit tough. if I was one of those two guys. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm looking over, this guy's like, no, he's a veteran. What are you? They, yeah. they both did fine. Never mind. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. All right. Quick one on EXO. I don't want to talk about these guys. I feel like like it's similar sort of vibes to Fnatic, except like the expectations organizationally aren't that high. So like you're not going to get the same like fan vitriol or like, you know, just the the, like this this existential, the sky is falling. Mm -hmm. Yes. um, Kind of vibes. Um, It's funnier for XL. It's not quite as funny for Fnatic. Like it's still (laughs) funny for Fnatic. But, like, generally, it is not as oh, funny. Yeah. Um, People don't find it as funny. I, mean, I find it hilarious. Yucking it up for both teams, by the is, way. Dude. Comedy gold. I think it's really yeah. funny. Peep, peep that uh, Odo Omni went from defending LEC champion to 10th place. Yeah. <laughs> in this fandom. Wow. Three he weeks. Pulled, he, he pulled a reverse how far. He, Golly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, looking at that team, man, they're good. He went they should be really, really good. He went from getting bodied by 369 to getting bodied by fucking Finn, man. In, <laughs> in the, guy, the guy he replaced. Hilarious. The guy he replaced. Hilar- who did it, who oh, was their one man. win? Who did they beat? BDS? All right, I'll give it to him. Playoff team. Technically. Wow. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> My man said that like... <laughs> Stop. Oh, man. Because uh, the thing about hey, this format I, is like you got to be really bad to like miss it. Yeah, and yeah. like, <laughs> I think I think that's why people are okay with it. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it's top. Dude. It'd be one thing if it was single round robin, like top six, but it is single round robin top eight. Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, you 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 have to try to lose. Like, it, like, but everyone <laughs> try to lose. But but no, everyone no. thought like everyone was just like, oh, this like this part of the split is just a formality to get rid of BDS and Astralis so we can move on to the real season. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I was thinking that over before, man. Now it's like. You're getting rid of the bad teams. The bad teams are not who you thought they were. Just stick mm-hmm. around. If, Fnatic, if Fnatic and XL get ninth and tenth in, in the spring split, at that point, just throw it to the. Oh my goodness! Throw it to the no, that, at that point, sell the slot. Bring back Shelka. Sell the hey, slot. Hey yo! Hey yo! Not for nothing. They should have more than ten slots in this league. There's no reason why. Like. Well, th- th- this split might be proof of that, right? Because it's, it's so funny how, how it changes. Because I feel like last split you can make an argument like, do we really need twelve teams? Because like Astralis and BDS were so bad yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. They've been like, is there really that much like just you know latent talent in the up and the you know ERLs? A bunch of late bloomers? No. Yeah. No. Just because no, even funny. from a business standpoint, you're shooting yourself in the foot by not bringing in some of these big European organizations. Like and they took they took a step here, right? Coin coin heretics are. Uh, hey. it's just a coin flip. Is it hey, heretics? No, quick quick it's quick not, quick, right? quick quick shot said heretics uh, Ev, on broadcast, and then they immediately went and they said heretics. It's a coin flip. Whoever's casting, just say it how you want to fucking say it. That's 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 the game notes. Yeah, whatever you want to say. That's the game. We were having a whole last conversation. Here's, here's the media like, packet, the pronunciation guy. Yeah, yeah, and it's just blank. It's like just, <laughs> it's just like, like free. Just roll the dice, man. Whatever you want. Oh my god! You want to call him fanatic? Great. He's gotta be. That's, that's, that's as correct as heretics and heretics. So yeah. What are we talking about? All right. Um, Kyrie. Uh, yeah. Uh, after this, if you uh, this is gonna turn into an NBA podcast. Um, so uh, shout out, shout out JLXP. If you're if you're if you just care about League of Legends, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Um, yes. If not. Kyrie to the Mavs, finally kicking off the uh, trade deadline. Not, yes, sir. Weirdly enough, Rui Hachimura was not the first domino mm-hmm. um, to kick off uh, to kick mm-hmm. off the NBA trade deadline. But it should be it should be a spicy one. This is not 
what I expected. I don't know why I talked myself into like, oh, the Nets are finally going to be okay. Well, actually, no, I know why. They won 10 games in a row and it seemed like everything was fine after yeah. Kyrie just like public image, like PR wise, lit himself on fire in front of millions and millions of people. Oh, it's hilarious. Like if they came back from that, because that That's I thought so was like funny. it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. here we go. Like KD shouldn't have rescinded that, that trade request, buddy. Like, you should have just kept that on the table because Kyrie is about to light this franchise on fire. And they recovered from that. They won 10 games in a row. I thought, oh, they'll be fine. No. Oh, sweet oh, summer child. If, you, if it's this funny for you guys who are just, like, kind of neutral to the whole, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Yo, my man is. <laughs> Imagine me waking up extra early to be a hater. <laughs> I've been hearing it from these. Waking up, lacing up my Tims. I've been oh my hearing God. it from these Bozo Nets fans. For years. Oh, you guys, what happened? You missed on Kevin Durant? You thought you missed him? He's fucking gone too, pal. Yeah. It's it's going to be hilarious when the ghost of Spencer Dinwiddie is putting up 13 points a game. <laughs> oh, my God, Joe Harris. Yeah. yeah, shout out Spencer. Dude, shout out Cam Thomas. I actually like Spencer Dinwiddie. He's yep. a good player. But, like, yeah. it, it's it's very funny how the, the Nets went right back. Ooh, and it's all right. <laughs> right hey, fucking yo, back. The vocals? Okay. Hold on. The vibrato? Right back where they started from. Four oh years ago, God. the team is booty. First round exit every year. Clock it. I'd rather be Man. I'd rather be miserable and a hater than hopeful and <laughs> mediocre. Jesus, that suck. Go next, baby. <laughs> first, first <laughs> Big off, bang. Yo, I love the fact that the power of hate made Mike a a crooner. Oh, you hear that? <laughs> My God, I, 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 I ain't never seen you like that before. The Nets are like, I don't hate like the Nets. Like I do. Don't get me wrong, but like I just <laughs> I, I I hate these like fake teams that just don't accomplish anything. And it's like this is the year, man. The Nets number two in the league. Okay, who's number one? You're gonna get it. Does it doesn't matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, number number yeah, two yeah, in the power rankings. This is the year. Same thing with the Washington Nationals a few years ago until they won. Same with the Clippers, mm. right? Mm. Clippers mm. haven't won a fucking thing in, in life, right? Uh, <laughs> Just so many teams that yeah, just, it's a venting <laughs> session. It really is. But man. but but to, but to your but to your point, like the fact that they're they're you know they're hanging banners at the Staples Center, you know, next to all the Lakers. Hilarious! Players. I love that. Um, so and funny. and that it's like effect like they're not actually hanging this banner, but like the conference uh, the conference semifinals. Oh yeah, banner. Awesome. Right, they finally got over the hill. Um, Who the Clippers? Yeah, the Nets. No, the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. The Nets. Yeah. What the record show? The Nets have not made it past semifinals. Believe me. No, my man has that <laughs> on his wall. My man has that on the calendar. Oh man, it, it'd just be nice to see the Knicks win, so I can just like be even worse. <laughs> I, <laughs> go be and, you, and, you, and you just missed it too. If you were a generation before, at least you would have had something, right? You'd have been yeah. alive for the nineties. None of stuff. none mm. of my teams have won a fucking thing in my lifetime. <laughs> it is. That sucks. Oh. I'm like, oh, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a Detroit sports fan, and I don't even share that with you. Who, mm. who won? Pistons and wings. Pistons, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The o, the o four Pistons, you're right. Uh, beat the beat the snot. What of, a team. Uh, the Lakers and mm-hmm. lost in seven to the Spurs in o five. Mm-hmm. Ran the Eastern Conference for the better part of a decade. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, and the Wings won two two cups in my life. No, three cups in my lifetime. They won in I think ninety seven three years three months after I was born. So anyway, yeah. Rangers and Mets have been uh, there for me. And mm-hmm. those are fun to watch, but yeah. Uh, yeah. fucking Jets, man. The Jets, the Jets haven't even been to the Super Bowl. They haven't even sniffed it. 
Not even in not even stone's throw distance. Not even. Dude. I mean, they made back to back championship games and choked them both away. But whatever, this is a basketball podcast, not a football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the more important. We can't even, we can't even stay on topic on the off topic yeah, stuff. Shit. Um, yeah, the West has been wild though, um, because the, the it, like the Wild West, if you will. Ah, and and ah. we will, and we will. Um, shout out reckless, but <laughs> it, yeah. Look, I. I, I, here's the thing, like I, on the court, I think this could work. What Kyrie Luca? Like Luca Kyrie? Yeah, because because Ky, here, here's my thing. Kyrie has been good as a co-star. Yes. Right, and mm. not even necessarily second fiddle, but like because Kyrie, you know, off the field stuff with standing, notwithstanding, on the court he's good enough to be your 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 one A. Mm-hmm. But he, but like look, the Nets. We can clown on them all we want. We should. In stretches, they have looked unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And that has always been because Kyrie is the 1B to Kevin Durant's 1A. When he won the championship with LeBron, it was 1A, 1B, right? Uh, when he was the dude in Boston, it didn't work. It could have. But again, I think that's just off. Like, Kyrie's a bad example for this. But, like, I think it could work. I think it could work. Because right now it is Luka and some caster minions. Yeah. Damn. I mean. Do you, do you think that he'll respect, like, because I'm looking at it now and. <clears throat> Do you think Luca can command his respect the same way that Kevin Durant and LeBron James did? Maybe. For him to take that B spot instead of the A spot? Because I, I think that's I, the biggest issue for me. I, I think on game he could, but like, I think what Katie and LeBron had was like experience and pedigree, right? They said, no, I've done this before. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Think about K- it's tough. possible to say because, because it's Kyrie Irving, the guy's ahead. Think about KD is when KD mm. like is not hurt. He just balls out. He plays well. Mm-hmm. He like shows up every night, puts up thirty. He's the best player in the league. Head down. When he's healthy. Yeah, and it's like, why can't you do this, Kyrie Irving? Like, why can't you just <laughs> fucking like when Kyrie scores thirty? It's like a whole big fucking production. The circus comes to town. It's like Jesus, man. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, to be fair, the top of the West is vulnerable. I don't think. I think the the, Pel- the Pelicans were in second until they lost ten in a row. Like, I mean, the nu- the Nuggets are parentheses real. The Grizzlies are beatable. Yeah. The Kings are Jerry's still out, and the Clippers, as we've mentioned time and again, are the biggest frauds in professional sports. So I think the Mavericks could <laughs> ascend <laughs> up this ladder. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think I think the Mavs finish. Uh, I think they'll finish top three in the West. At best, I think they will make it to the Western Conference Finals and get bounced by Denver. That is my mm. pre All Star break, way too early prediction. Yeah. But mm-hmm. who knows? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think Denver. I think Denver. If they stay healthy, they're winning the whole thing this year. Really? Um, I put Damn. a five. I, I put a five on it in preseason. Okay. Okay. Respect. Okay. Respect from the call. I still think the NBA champion is somewhere in the Eastern Conference, middling about, tenting mm. their fingers. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, but and, and LeBron is understandably not happy um, that they didn't get Kyrie because um, I I really do think that could have worked. Uh, that would have been nasty. maybe. I think that could have worked. LeBron and 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 Kyrie as a duo because mm. like Kyrie, like LeBron seems to be the one dude that Kyrie respects. You did it, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, He's the one guy that would like you look at their time together and dear lord. Tell me they weren't the most dominant duo. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell? No, they were those guys. Shout, shout out Kevin Love. One, oh, Stephen. Yeah, shout out to Kevin Love. But like, dude, that one finals where they combined for like eighty or something. What was that one finals like game where like twenty sixteen game five? I think something like that. 
It's just like, yo, if they brought those boys back together, it would be the same. You and I both. Yeah. Well, and 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 they both. I think there's something to be said about the fact that they both wanted that. Kyrie Mm. wanted to go to to Lakers. LeBron wanted. Le GM wanted that as well. (laughs) I think that counts. I think that counts for something. I don't know. I like the Mm -hmm. fact that they're both here and just like, dude, we gotta like we gotta do this, and they would just go nuclear. Do you buy into this conspiracy that the Nets front office purposely denied him the chance to go to LA because? They wanted to fuck him. I don't know if it was because they wanted to fuck him, but like, but Joe Side basically came out and said that like we did not like he wanted to, and we did not let it happen. I don't think he got into why yeah. because there are perfectly legitimate like we didn't get enough back mm-hmm. exactly. reasons slash like we didn't want Russ reasons. Apparently, the deal is Russ and two firsts. I don't know, man, dude. If if I'm if I'm Brooklyn, I take that because like how many just people- Russ and two firsts apparently for Kyrie, yeah. I get, it would, it, if I'm Brooklyn, it would depend on how many picks I have right now to trade, right? Like, if I am, like, all out of assets, right, and I'm, like, giving away KD as well, then, like, if I'm blowing it up, I know all the first-round picks I can get, yeah. right? The only way you can retool on the fly is then you take those first-round picks that you've gotten and then you just dish them right back to somebody. Mm. Yeah. So I think, I think it would depend on that for me. But but it does mm. feel low, Russin two first for... Uh, right? Yeah, for Kyrie. I think you need yeah. more. You need to sweeten the pot there mm-hmm. from LA. That being said, like what's the what was the package that uh Dallas sent over to the Nets for Kyrie again? A lot of active uh, players. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good rotation players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like guys who are gonna get their minutes and And then picked. Yeah. Kyrie Dallas deal. It was Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. Net legend. Dorian Yes, actually, yeah, and he's Finney right Smith? back. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, unprotected 2029 first. So mm. we will be uh, we will be in our early 30s. 2029. Yeah, that that's not a real year, by the way. Um, <laughs> it doesn't s- exist. What by the that fuck? S- yeah, we might all be dead by then. Yeah. Uh, second round picks in 2027 and 2029 um, in exchange for Irving and Markeith Morris. Oh, Markeith. Oh, you got Morris. Ah, uh, you got a Morris twin. You won the trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look, look. One of the Morris twins will give you like one like not meaningless tech in the playoffs, like a tech that like your team needed, and then mm-hmm. like you know ten in eight, like ten, ten and six in eighteen minutes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He'll he'll do a job for you. He'll do a job. Doesn't know what it is, but here's, here's the big yeah. question: Does KD get traded before the deadline or during the offseason? Oh. I don't think KD has a very long. I don't think very we're long contract. Here. We're not sitting here in 2025, you know, talking about KD and his Nets no, legacy. I think so too. He's gone at some point in the next four months. Just as of the next four days, or yeah, June. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> uh, I think. I think that. I don't know. It depends on what team. Because so. I compiled some teams that are like statistic. Like this is like based off odds. What the odd makers have kind of like put mm-hmm. as like the most likely places that KD will go to. It's the Suns. The Raptors are on that list. Is that real? The Raptors are on the list. Really? They're like the, Ra- the, the Raptors are on every list. Like yes, the Raptors are very, the Raptors very on big. Every damn list. Yeah. The amount of fake trades I've heard with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Everybody it's, it's, wants it's, OG. Just, Everyone wants OG and Fred VanVleet. Yeah. Just sign VanVleet. Can you do that? Like in the off season? Like isn't he a free agent? Isn't that doable? I think that's. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like. 
OG and Fred are the biggest shout out by the way I'm a Toronto Raptor fan I know all about them mm-hmm. but like <laughs> like they are the two biggest like Raptors have been have had their hands into like almost yeah, every, every trade possibility everyone's like the Raptors are in a three team trade blah 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 but like everybody wants OG or um, Fred uh, even Pascal Pascal has been, uh, been discussed nice. for some trades um, with the Nets too right um, the only player that's not on the list is Barnes um, for good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but dang. As, as pissed as I am that he lost, that he beat Kay Cunningham for Rookie of the Year, I am glad that he has bounced back. Mm-hmm. It was a tough start to the year for him, mm-hmm. um, but he's bounced back. But Cade should have won Rookie of the Year last year. Well, mm-hmm. that's not. I'm not. That's not even biased. Like he should. All, all respect to Mr. Barnes. Cade got robbed. He did. He's, um, good. he's always been good. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, One of the cleanest transitions uh, from uh, college to NBA in recent years. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah no, he, really he stepped in and was just like straight up good. This is my game. Um, I I do not think he goes. Right, so between Sun Celtics, Raptors, Grizzlies, I do not think. I don't think the Grizzlies do that. I don't think the Celtics do that. I think I feel like both those teams like they're they're in the business of making like marginal moves don't need them. right now because they 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 both those teams have their dudes and they have like depth. Right, mm-hmm. I think the Grizzlies have a little less depth, but I don't think the way mm-hmm. you fix that problem is like mortgage your future, like flip the house mm-hmm. for Kevin Durant because that's the thing. Like they like like whatever Kevin Durant deal goes down, like someone's gonna get fleeced. Yeah, in some type of way. What yeah. if, can this is it? Can we, can we live in a world where the Suns keep Booker, CP3, and, K, and KD? That's that's there's there there's a actually that's very possible, right? Yeah, because yes, yes. Aiton's going to be the centerpiece, right? Aiton, and, yeah. and, and they've got Crowder as well. Yeah. Right? So I, I forgot that Jay say, Crowder just like hasn't played basketball in six months. Yeah. So the the, the possible trade for the Suns is KD straight up for Aiden, Cameron Johnson, Jay Crowder, and first round picks for 2023, 2025, and 2027. I would make that trade if I'm from the... If you're the Suns? the Nets. I would t- Yeah, if, the if I'm the Nets, that feels like too much for the Suns. If... If I'm, I would go to like two two firsts or put like heavy protections on one of those picks. Mm-hmm. KD is old. Three firsts and three dudes. Yeah, that's a lot. Actually, yeah, maybe <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, no shit, the Nets would do that. What the hell? <laughs> what am I saying? Yeah, of course. Like, like I, don't, I don't know if AD got that much. I don't know. Um, I uh, KD KD is 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 as much as I want to say. You know, on his best day, he is the best player in the world. No, he's a bucket. he's old. And if you're going to bet on the house and give up so much for him, you have to be saying to yourself, this is the this is the year. This is the championship. There's and I guess if you do theory. this in the Suns. I don't know, man. The, the Suns have, I don't know. The Suns have, I think, one more chance to pull it off because they got really close yep. two years ago. They got mm-hmm. embarrassed last year. Now this is the year where it's like, all right, you had your close game. You had your spaghetti game. Now you have your real game. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at There's the Grizzlies. The, uh, what do you think about this? So, proposed trade is Dylan Brooks, Santi Aldama, Brandon Clark, Danny Green, Zaire Williams, Jake LaRavia. No. And four first rounders. No, just <laughs> four for th- no. Yeah. That's crazy. It's the only thing, right? Because they're saying this is only if Desmond Bain and Jer- uh, and, and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. are off the table. Do you give it like? I, I would. I would give them the. I'd if you're the like Grizzlies, th- who are you willing to get to part? I would part with like three or four of those five, and then like one fewer first round pick. 
I did too. Five human beings and four first round picks for the best player in the world. Uh, if he's healthy, I don't know, man. <clears throat> there's a uh, there's a conspiracy theory doing the rounds on um, on on Pistons uh, in Pistons land that um, if the Suns flame out, that mm-hmm. uh, Devin Booker because he is a uh, he's a Southeast Michigan kid that we with all our cap space that we will eventually mm. have um, in the next two years, the Pistons make a play for Devin wow. Booker. Ooh. Cade, Cade and Devin, especially if we miss Ooh. out on the, especially if we miss out on uh, Scoot, Scoot Henderson. Like if we get Victor Wembanyama, he plays in the front court. Um, yeah. If we get Scoot, he plays alongside Cade, right? Ooh. And then like Killian Hayes is starting to figure out how to like play basketball. Like <laughs> our backcourt depth is also all of a sudden really good. And then, yeah. but like Cade Booker, Nasty. That's oh. nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. Oh my goodness. And that's Ooh, like the one that's like what I kind of work like next year has to be good for the Pistons. Like we have to like at least make the play in because yeah. like this year everyone was like, oh, we might be fighting for the play in because like we played like 500 basketball the last third of the season last year. Yeah. And and so like unless like this 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 Devin Booker thing that isn't going to happen will not happen if he doesn't see like, oh, there are the building blocks promise here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oof. Um, God, that'd be so. I would lose my mind. Mm. Oh, contender. Oh, dude. <laughs> I've been waiting, I was been like, waiting, been waiting so long. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it now. The dude, okay. The Raptors would get KD for OG, Gary Trent Jr., Precious Ashua, and two first rounders. Honestly, that, that 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 is the most sensical trade of the ones that you have proposed. It makes sense. I, I think that's a winner for both sides. And it not even that, yo, the Raptors. So, because Brooklyn, Brooklyn gets OG and Gary Trent Jr. and Precious Shua. Three assets that are like mm-hmm. primo. Oh. And then Toronto gets their, uh, their, um, what did they call Kawhi? He was a mercenary. They're your mercenary. Yeah. Mike, I, I said one of the um, the the trades that people are pr- proposing for the Raptors is they get KD mm-hmm. for OG, Gary Trent Jr., Precious Achua, and two first-rounders. I like it as a Toronto fan. For both sides, though. like I wouldn't like that, no. As a Nets maybe, fan? No, as a Toronto fan. Maybe because, like... Really? I don't know. I don't, I don't think... Uh, KD needs people around him. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And he does. <clears throat> you got because who's, who's the team around him is it Van Vliet and Siakam basically Van Vliet and Scotty Siakam Barnes Scotty Barnes the only the only time KD to be fair the Nets as currently constructed aren't that much deeper than that like KD said it himself he's like I'm here with Kyrie and Edmund Sumner who went to my uh, the middle school I went to in Detroit I went to a shout out 12 before is. I moved to California uh, Edmund Sumner and I were in the same gym class sick dude that's awesome <laughs> not, not for nothing and and, and and the and the woman I'm marrying went to high school with Jalen Brunson. Man, New York. Yo, you're just that pedigree. Truly, is... truly New York's finest. He's... My goodness, <laughs> man. We, what a gift. We, we, we were we were at Worlds. I, I brought her to the uh, the the Levi Mob Malmordius Carthus game. Mm-hmm. Remember that oh, one? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and she we were walking around, you know, walking around Times Square, and then she goes, uh, at, at spoken to only as someone who went to high school with him would say, she goes. Yeah, it's just weird seeing Jalen's face on these billboards in New York City. <laughs> Jalen, first name. Yeah. First name basis. Mm-hmm. 
Golly. Dude, one and only. God. The next trade I'm seeing is that it's going to be, we're not going to be, no shot this happens, but like the one that people are proposing <laughs> on Twitter and whatever is Knicks get KD and they give up Randall Grimes topping in two firsts. And I'm like, we don't need that shit, man. That's, not, that's too much. Is it, mid, is it mid, worth mid getting Kevin Durant? No. To, to, right to now? Me, no. To you? No. Yeah? No? No. Yeah. I, 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 it's like, yeah, like I, it's almost like the the Raptors problem that you proposed, Mike. I feel like there's not enough like decent end talent. The only time KD there. won shit in his life, he joined the greatest dynasty of all time. Actually, second greatest. Mm. Never mind, the Bulls exist. But like, oh. <laughs> never mind. But like, greatest modern dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, modern dynasty. Dynasty yes. of my time. But like, yeah, I don't know. KD needs more around him, and I feel like to <clears throat> pin him as like the only guy, he can be the guy on a team, but the only guy, no shot. If you keep, if you yeah. somehow f- manage to keep Randall, you have a KD Randall situation going on, then maybe I'm intrigued. Maybe you probably have to give up another first, though. You would, mm-hmm. but the idea yeah. of KD Randall Brunson Barrett mm. that would rock. That would actually wow. be sick. You know, now, now that you said it out loud, I'm like, that's a that would go hard. That's a that's a non-fluke top four finish. Yeah, that that's, that team is real, but that's not going to happen. If anything, just wait, man. You're the New York Knicks. You have the money. Make a splash in free agency. Do it. Go at go right, after um, fucking yeah. Fred VanVleet or Chris Middleton or somebody. <laughs> yeah, when he Fred VanVleet goes to the Nets when he's traded. <laughs> VanVleet, yeah, you right. I'm telling you, bro. I'm so hopeful for like Raptors running a small ball lineup. Everybody six like six nine. Shout out Masai Ujiri, and then you have KD come in, and then you have run like a small ball lineup. You'd be, Siakam you'd be at, that the, at the quick top. To just dump Fred VanVleet. Yeah, no, you gotta it, dump somebody. But he's like, it, it, he's he's too good. I think he's too good. Fred, That'd be the thing is like, could you re- like could you resign him at a reasonable rate next probably. year? Because depending on how the rest of the season plays out, Fred VanVleet's like, not part of that trade, by the way. Right, but I'm, but I'm saying I'm saying like Trent. like like maybe does the trade only make sense if you're like okay maybe it's for this year right and maybe you're only thinking in terms of this year but then it's like okay next year like KD's on fuck you money and like VanVleet is going to get a bag. Do you have the space? I think that if you're Toronto, you're making this trade for this year and you're just looking at this year alone. I because uh, you're for it's kind of like the it's like the kind of the almost a Kawhi type thing. But if you have the chance to go back to the finals when you're in a kind of climate where no free agent wants to sign with the Raptors because we're in Toronto, the Raptors and you're able right now. Yeah, go ahead. The finals this year. If, I don't know. Think, it's a chance if you have KD. No, it's a chance. It's, just, it's I, too good, man. Man, it sounds you guys, you guys, just like guys, how they were talking when Kawhi joined the Raptors. It's too good. I don't know. Don't doubt the Raptors, brother. Even with like, I will. I don't know, man. I will. Like, man. You're, you're, okay, go you're, ahead. It's fine. If we sign KD, we're a threat. We're a threat are you, are, right are, are now. You, are you guys still two games above the Magic? They have like eleven wins. I don't know. I don't know. Let that's, me that's check. Eleven. Never mind. Eleven. <laughs> that's me being facetious. We are. We are. We are. Uh, I think eleventh in the conference, though, which is not the greatest. That's the number I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Not eleven wins. But <laughs> man, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Like the Raptors, I think. It's either we go for broke or we are selling and we get rid of some of these pieces. We build around Barnes. We pick up like 
if not KD from the Nets, we pick up uh, what's his name? You said his name, Cam. Cam grab Thomas? Cam Thomas, dude. Yeah, grab Cam Good Thomas. Ball. Uh, like I think that that was another target that people were looking at. Uh, Nick Claxton. Um, Claxton. Yeah, like those. Like that'd be a perfect center to put into onto the team because we've never had an actual true center. Like I think that if you're the Raptors, you do another Kawhi type trade where you just grab the best player available. Or you kind of just prepare for the future, and I'm selfish, and I want to try and go for the for the gold. I, so. I just don't see a world where the Cosmos deny a Bucks Celtics Eastern Conference Finals. It it just feels uh, so mm, faded at this point. It would mm. be so fun to watch that series again with everybody at full strength, hundred percent. Because that because that that series was a rock fight. Yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so much fun, dude. The, the fucking those two teams are so good right now and it's like mm-hmm. that being said the New York Knicks did beat the Celtics <laughs> on the road nobody wins nobody wins in Boston <laughs> don't forget and with that yes um, <clears throat> we're gonna call it if you stuck around unironically thank That's- you not even end of the podcast yeah, love you. Lo- love that's you, awesome if, you were, <laughs> if you're around if you, here if listening to us talk about basketball if you listen to this come mm. on the pod <laughs> yeah yo yeah. DM the crit strike yeah you want, you want, you want to talk hoops yeah. uh, oh my you're, god you're a real one if you stuck around for all this um, that ass find us on Spotify on Apple Music on Pocket Cast and on Anchor Google Google Play Damn, I, I always say anchor, and it's always wrong. Man, just put um, us on anchor. Last put FM. Us on anchor. Put us on the last FM. Just damn, for, for, for Hank. I'm trying to for, scrabble. For his mental I'm health. trying to scrabble uh, the creature. We make the same fucking scrabble joke every week. Love it. For Mike, it. for Tyler, I yes, have sir. been Enrique. Toodles. We'll see you back here next week.